12 gauge uncut is here. Where's here? We are at Moe's Barbecue, man, in Rome, Georgia, downtown. So some of you might recognize this ugly mug right here. This is Chris Gaines. Chris, you just recently came back to KLT. Well, I honestly come back, you've been in KLT for a long time, but you've just recently reunited and brought together one of the most formidable tag teams that North Georgia has ever seen in Gaines and Lightning. Yeah, I mean, did you not hear that reaction I got though? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the pops that will go down in history. Um, and Zach Mosley's, whew, when Zach Mosley retired, oh my God. Yes, yes. I'm going to say that probably, that piss and chills down my arms. Yeah, yeah. What, it was, what, two, two years since he's been in there? Yeah, it's been a long time since, um, well before, um, I guess, superstars of, Couple weeks before, actually. Yeah, a couple weeks before Superstars when uh, he had some differences and uh, we didn't, that show didn't happen, so we lost one of the best performers in the South for that. Yes. Yeah. So, speaking of that, so we're, we're moving on. So, we brought you here to talk about we've got, KLT's got some big shows lined up. We've got September 16th and then September the 30th. The Southern Showcase. Um, there will not be another show that will compare to that this year in Rome, Georgia. And let's, and I'll prove your point. So uh, that's for this week. Uh, let's just start on a small like there's a so we're actually. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. Just say. Okay, so we got a new belt. Oh sweet. So it's called the Southern Heritage Championship. And I'll probably get in trouble for announcing it on your podcast and not yeah. my show, but uh, so anything for the clicks. That's right. So you heard it here first. We got Kyle Matthews in it, and I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know who Todd Sexton is? And or the Rampage. He was actually one of Shawn Michaels' last trainees in Texas. Nice, nice. So we got him. Then we got Jay Lucas, who's actually done AEW Dark. Yes, yes. And then Dominic Stucky. So that's only four. Yes. But this Saturday, we have, we have two qualifying matches. Very nice. It's for our returning Tim Possible, who uh, he was back in the IXW days, the Dillard's days, and uh, I was trying to think of all the other shows he's done. Jasper, Georgia, and he's like he's like I don't know if people actually read the post or not, but like he had to just quit because of confidence. Like he was he was on that track. He was going to start going places. He started to be a firefighter too. He decided, I think I'll be better off a firefighter than wrestling full time. And he didn't do it. But he's actually wrestling one of your favorites, Ryan Marks. Ryan Marks, really? And, really? Then, and, then, and then the other qualifying match is Cody McHale, the dean of wrestling, versus a, uh, God, how did I forget his name? Uh, it's on the card. Uh, it's a pro south guy. Christian Garrett, how the heck can I find Christian you? Garrett, yes, I know, I know Christian actually. So, me and Christian have worked several cards together before. Never actually faced each other, but we have worked cards together before. I don't think I've ever wrestled him, but I've actually watched his work or whatever. And I'm like, he needs to be going to all those shows. Like, 
he has all the potential in the world. I just wish he would travel more and get his name out more than he does now. Because I mean, he's a namesake at a pro south. Like he's core to them and everything. There's so many good shows in Georgia. I just wish he would go to them, and show what he's really made of. Yeah. Well, Chris is great. Yeah, and I don't know. We we say stuff we get in trouble for all the time here. I think he's. I mean, right now, and I understand that he's kind of focused, a family focus. I think he's got a new one on the way, yet again. So uh, I think he has a few children at the moment. So, but it's pro wrestling, man. It is pro wrestling. <laughs> so, how many people put their uh, pro wrestling over their family? Well, not really. <laughs> I would not. No, you can't. See, that's the same thing. Tim had a family, so he queer, right? Christian. Yeah. He still does closure shows, so he's still with his family. Right now, you got to respect that. But for selfish reasons, I wish he would go to all the good shows in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's so, me being selfish. Yeah. So let's talk about man. You came back. And when you've hit the ring here recently, I saw a new spark that I haven't saw in a while. I mean, not to mention, not to say that you're not a great wrestler. You've always been a great wrestler. But the moves that you've been pulling out of your repertoire, so to speak. You know, I haven't done those moves until about 40 pounds ago. And 40 pounds later, apparently I could still do it. I'm, what, five years older, I guess? Because, man, we've been... You say the wrong side of the crowd the past couple of years, and uh, that was fun and all, but you see the reaction Lightning was getting, and then there was two on one, you're like, kind of really for selfish reasons too, I wanted that reaction, and they're beating up your best friend, so you know, you're like, you gotta go help them, and man, that reaction, like, at the end, I, I think I thanked the fans and told them that was awesome, and could have got trouble for that probably, because I didn't get, you know, talking on the mic, okay, but I didn't care, I just wanted to know I appreciated that reaction, because what I've been on the opposite, KLT, what, since I started, right? Yeah, yeah. We were the longest running tag team champions, and uh, the proof, besides, they don't ever want to show up and defend them, so maybe if we got back together, we could uh, really bring the belts back home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and um, for those of you don't know, I, and I don't think, unless I'm, me and you never crossed paths in the ring either, except once. Uh, we had a, we crossed paths in the, First, well, the first rumble, uh, the battle royal I went to for the uh, Shriners. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so. Oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I did a battle royal the first time, the second time for that show, I wrestled a clown. Yes, which was that's true, really wrestled a clown. Josh Hay dressed up, so that wasn't fair, but uh, yeah. that's a great cause. I think, I think they're trying to do it again, but like once a year they could do it, mm-hmm. and that's a great cause, too, so... I mean, let's be honest, none of the wrestlers get paid for it, but none of us cared. We all knew. We like, all had fun. We loved yeah, it. Yeah, for a good cause like that, who cares? Like, we know it's a good cause. We see the Shriners out there. We know Josh is part of the Shriners. So it's like, why, why wouldn't we help a buddy? Why wouldn't we help a charity? And, you know, a lot of shows do charity shows, and you don't really know where the money's going. Mm-hmm. We know where it's going. We see the people. We... They're honest about how much money is going to the Shriners. And eight, ten of them come up there and they have fun. And it's, I have fun. The crowd's hot. And it's just, yeah. it's just good. It's, a, it's, it's no pressure show. It's go out there and have fun. Do it for a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. So big, out, big shout out to Josh and Layman for that. And I'm sure there's other names that I'm going to be Ricky for allowing us to have them to use that. Like you said, uh, let's thank Ricky for KLT. Yeah, absolutely. Ricky Wiggins, everybody. Uh, He's responsible. 
hell, he's even responsible for me sitting right here for me and having this podcast because, you know, without Ricky opening the door, there wouldn't have been a Rocky show. Yeah. I mean, so. I'd probably not be wrestling right now. Like, I was done wrestling, really. I just had no desire. And uh, your best friend, Kamikaze, hit me up and he said, hey, you want to come? Or it could have been Aubrey. He was like, hey, you want to come wrestle in Rome? I'm like, yeah, not really. And I'm like, I was, me and Lightning both were like, you know, we have, we did it for, what, 18 years? 19 years? I'm like, it doesn't really matter. He has a family now, kids, and I was just whatever about it. And then when came that first show, I was like, just don't have fun again. And then when it's for KT, I'd probably be fat somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of Chris Kamikaze, you know, the the best part about it would be if I could kick him in the face. That 12 gauge? That 12 gauge, right in the face. I bet I can I bet I can fix all his attitude problems and his crybaby that's right there in one shot. But what if your name ended up on that chair? There is a good possibility that he's planning on putting my name <laughs> on that chair. And he probably has been for a while. So the best thing I know about Chris in that chair right now is I'm not dumb enough to turn my back to him with that chair in his hand. Hey, I don't know if you even paid attention last time either with Lamar Phillips, and he got, like, that's, that's crazy about Kamikaze. He's, you know, he switched sides or whatever, but he don't care what side you're on as long as it's for the belt. Lamar, Zach Mosley, uh, Zero, everybody, he, he don't care who you are. He's putting you on that list, and I'm like, thank God yeah. I'm not on that list. Yeah, he is definitely a man on a mission driven for that belt, and it seems like this time, you know, it's something that he's taking, you know, no matter what shortcut he has to take or anything else, he's going to take it to get to that belt. And, hey, let's talk about the first triple threat. Uh, I'd imagine Rome Georgia since the IXW days. Yeah. Chris Kamikaze, Zach Mosley, and Lamar Phillips. So, apparently what he's doing is working. Yes, absolutely. And the, the level of competition that you're talking here. Sorry, we, we just started talking about the scramble, talked about other things. I will come back to that. We, we, we did. They're, yeah, they're used to this because uh, when you take wrestlers and make us podcasters, that's about what you get. We get backstory, side stories, Shriner show, and then now come cause it. Now back to the ladder match. Yes. We'll, probably, we'll talk about when we're eight years old before we're done. But, that's fine. You know. <laughs> and I mean, that's going to be. Yeah, think about it. Those three. You got Lamar Phillips, who's a hard hitter. Kamikaze, who do all the flying. Zach Mosley probably has the most charisma of anyone at KLT. All three. I'm pretty sure in the main event at the big show. Yes, absolutely. Um, that being said, guys, give us some feedback. I know you've got to be excited about this. So I, I want to tell you, just to pause for a moment and talk to you and tell you. So the way we're doing it and able to do shows like this, I want you to take time, subscribe to the show, follow us on Facebook. Give us some comments. Uh, we're working on a free t-shirt that you get. You can be wearing the 12 gauge t-shirt. All you gotta do is subscribe to one of the channels. Uh, there's gonna be links available there. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and just leave me a comment. Say, I signed up. That's all I need to know. And then I'll take your name and draw it. Uh, once the appropriate time when you have the right amount of people in there, uh, we will make that post. And we are also doing two different competitions that we are going to be drawing today. Not yet, but we will be drawing That's today. That's why Why would I have yeah. to listen to me talk for like 45 minutes, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> so you got to listen to this guy first. So then we will draw your name for the two free tickets for KLT for this show and the next show. I've got a gist. We're going to spoil this. 
the next show we're going to do a free giveaway tickets too and so we haven't cared if we're going to get in trouble have we yeah, yeah i mean you know we've already talked about a belt that we were supposed to talk about the southern heritage champion that's going to be the uh new champion on september 30th that belt that's right that's right uh yeah dude i mean i'm shocked by the response we got we had right at 70 shares and 80 or 89 90 comments on it i just posted it saturday i'm like i didn't like it's I'm just shocked that the KLT fans pay attention and are invested in the product that much. Well, you know what it is, right? Did you did, did you know? Like, 12 Gauge Uncut is the hottest podcast in North Georgia. There it's is the only one in North Georgia. Yes, yes. There is no one that can come close to the numbers that we're getting right now. I bet you uh, Chris Gans can get close to those numbers. Oh, you guys are going down. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the other side? Uh, well, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, so I, I'd say you've spoken on that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Robbie, I am not getting into that. <laughs> I'm just gonna so, smile and nod. <laughs> let the heat fall on you. And he, you are a heat magnet. I am a heat magnet. I, I me and Skrilla actually talked until I'm no. And it's in the archives of your YouTube, right? Yes, actually it is. It is the YouTube archives. And I am he even believes that I am closing in on his most controversial person in the indie wrestling scene. Skrillex controversial? Well that at one time he was, or at least they thought he was. So Who's they? Yeah. Those oh. people. Oh, really? Yeah. He's been one of the nicest people in the world. I, I absolutely agree. He's one of the favorites of mine. So, you know, excellent. Most decorated champion in North Georgia. Isn't he the new uh, Deep South champion? He is the new Deep South champion. I got to witness history with him. He's been the, he is now the first, or I guess the first champion since 2007, which Xavier Woods, uh, or Apollo Creed at that, at that time, then Miz before that. That's right. I wrestled for Deep South a bunch. It was actually the week after the Monster Territorial deal with WWE. Yeah. But hey, I can still say I wrestled Deep South. I don't have to add that, you know. Yeah. And actually, Rick Michaels and Simon Sermon helped me get on there. Yeah. It was an amazing show. So, Eric Adams, big shout out to you for that. Uh, well done. So, I guess as we, you know, we're spinning all over the place here, and that's okay. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying everything. So, Let's back up just a little bit so that we do get some history on Chris Gaines. Tell me why you started wrestling and where it all began for you. Do you have the long version or the short version? Uh, whichever one you're going to give me. Uh, so when I was actually, she came to the show. It's my sister's best friend when we first moved from Georgia, Amy Adams. She, it's not that anymore, but I don't care. She's still Amy Adams to me. Uh, <laughs> She went to Dillard's Music Park in Rome and then invited my sister. This time I was like 13 and sitting in front row, fat with glasses and everything. And you could actually go on uh, YouTube and I'm, you could see me in the front row. And it's just so weird. And uh, then, like, I never yelled at the wrestler. I just actually just loved watching wrestling. And then the, the owner said, Hey, uh, you want a free ticket? I'm like, Yeah. He said, All you gotta do is play the music. I'm like, Sure. So I started playing the music and then got buddies with Lamar Phillips. And what, he was probably 19 at the time, and we just became friends. And then uh, he's like, hey, you want to train to wrestle? I'm like, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> he got me a little side job with him doing straw. The first ever bump I took was on some straw <laughs> and some arm and the bed for some stupid reason. And then, uh, yeah, I started going to Dillard's early every Saturday. And my mom actually didn't know I wrestled. Uh, I was working my nephew came. And he was two years old. And uh, came and watched me, whatever. I know, um, once again, ADD, going to sidetrack. Sure. But uh, my parents, I used to, when I was living with my parents or whatever, uh, he came back or my dad was watching SmackDown. So my two-year-old nephew could barely even talk, would look at the wrestling like, Chris, Chris. And uh, I got home and my parents were like, are you wrestling? I was like, nope. And I kept on walking. <laughs> A little two-year-old riding me out and my parents proceeded to call Customer Phillips out. <laughs> but they really, like, uh, they actually came and watched me. It was one of my favorite matches when I first started. And people who actually helped me a lot, too, was Tyler Smith and Bobby Moore. They were the regular guys. And uh, the first match they came and watched me wrestle was in Cedartown, Georgia. Uh, J.J. Grizzly ran that show. It was probably four or 500 people. And uh, dove off the top rope, did some cool little stuff. And my, my mom's first time watching me wrestle was scared the whole time. It was actually really funny. But that's two people that don't get enough credit in wrestling is Bobby Moore and Tyler Smith. Like, they, they, like, so I'm going to backtrack and go back to that. So I trained with Lamar, started refing because the building shut down. I wasn't finished. And then they just put me in a mask one day and said, okay, go job to Bobby Hayes. Like, who's going to tell, who's going to say no to that? Yeah, and El Gato de Negro, Black Cat, Spanish. And uh, had that or whatever. And then started just wrestling a little bit, but mainly, you know, just refing most of the time. And Tyler Smith one day put me in an arm bar and I reversed it. And, uh, he said, you know how to wrestle? I'm like, I mean, I try, just know a little bit. So then somehow, that's how that match at Cedartown happened. He knew I could wrestle, and I trusted he'd make me look good. So, hey, I, that was my first match my parents ever came and watched me walk. Came and watched me wrestle. That's pretty cool. So, going back, kind of piggybacking off for just a second, is uh, Tyler, Lamar, and Bobby all played a role in my training. As well, not not a, not a huge. I mean, Bobby, yes, Bobby more than the other two. Uh, Bobby, if you're watching, comment to say if you take credit for that. <laughs> it's funny, like I mean, there's so many different people that help in so many different ways. Like Rick and Simon, like mm -hmm. I give them credit too. They were the ones that taught me how to walk and talk and just listen. Like they would, they don't really call anything or whatever. It's walk and talk and just listen. And Rick was beating me up one day, and I'm kind of standing up, and he's like. Uh, fall down because so, he was grabbing me by the hair or whatever and uh, just learning just like on the fly stuff like that and, like Cedartown there used to be 12 to 1500 people there every show Cedartown was great and uh, we had a match or whatever and with 1200 people a certain move didn't get a reaction I was like is that okay and he said well did you hear the crowd I was like no and then Rick was like yeah because I will never do it again I'm like yeah, yeah. That's, he's like when there's such a big crowd you don't have to know if something's good enough they don't react you know it's horrible yeah. I'm like, well, that makes sense. I don't even remember what it was. So I was like, guess we'll never do that again. And I never did. And I've already forgot what it was. Yeah. Signed in the same way. I was like, hey, what do I need to work on? He's like, everything. And I was kind of offended at first. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I mean, you're new. Every, you could do skip, like, you could get, be so good at everything, but you're not because you're new. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. He said, so don't ever get an ego. Just always try to get better. And then the last two who helped a lot, uh, Kyle Matthews. And Angel Alexander, the Hollywood brunettes. Do you remember those people? I do know Kyle, but the, the, the others I do not. 
Angel Alexander, uh, he was a Dillard's guy too, so I remember watching him. And it's just weird. I wrestled Rick and Simon on the road, then Tyler and Bobby took me. And then they, they all watched those matches with Tyler and Bobby, so and Andy and Kyle were like, hey, let us come beat you up for a while. So then I traveled with Andy and Kyle, and they, that's like a whole new like psychology to me, a whole new format, a whole new everything. And like, you grow up watching Kyle, you grow up watching Andy. Like, I remember watching Andy Adillers, there was springboard, springboard, front flip. We can't do that now, but like, just watching that, and it sticks in my head, and then now I'm wrestling him. And I'm like, that's crazy. And like, ADD too, Kamikaze's first time back in 15 years. I remember watching him at Dillard's Music Park. And then I had the honor to be his first match when he came back. Same thing with Tyler Smith. He took 15, 20 years off. I was his first match back in 15, 20 years. It's like, well, they spent all that time making me look better than I was. I promise you that. And now it's my turn to deliver. And so I didn't, I tried to show it, but I was so nervous wrestling Tyler just because all those times he made me look way better. And then it was my turn to deliver. And I think I did, but like, just, I have just I don't know. It's like I put pressure on myself just because he hasn't done it in 15 years. Yeah, and I get that from a wrestler's point of view. I, dude, when I was in Boaz at ACW with Mickey Henry, I got to tag with Zero, and me and Zero have known each other since he and he, him, Skrilla, you guys, all about the same time. Yeah, and it was kind of a cool thing. I'd always wanted to wrestle him, but. Having him as a tag team partner was still just as cool. Oh no, it is. Uh, so you know, I'm in there, and you know, we're we're popping off moves and tag, and I'm you know in my head trying to keep marking out because no, oh, yeah, yeah, because we're hit, we're hitting, you know, we hit this one plus spot where we both hit super kicks at the same time, and you know, the crowd just went wild, you know. So so I get that, like being there with someone that you, you know, well, you know, really admire. To actually be in there with him to, to work with him at that point in time. I think the highest mark out was like two times. I tagged with Ricky Morton once, and we did a double drop kick as a finish. I'm like, I just did a double drop kick with Ricky Morton. I'm like, <laughs> I guess everybody in the South can kind of say that now, but yeah. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. And then uh, I wrestled, uh, it was me and uh, not Bobby Eaton. It was me and some, either way, it was Bobby Eaton, Air Paris. And so I was kind of nervous watching Eric Paris. He was in WCW back in the yeah. day, right? And AJ Sell's former partner. And it was me. Who was my partner? Could have been Ricky Morton, too. I don't remember. And uh, wrestled, had the match or whatever. It was fun, whatever. And then fast forward two months later, I'm walking in the bathroom. Bobby Eaton's we're walking out. He throws his fist up. You're going to beat me up again, kid? And I'm like, Bobby Eaton remembered who I was. Like... Who am I? And then Bobby Eaton, two months later, remembered wrestling. He probably didn't know my name, which yeah. whatever, but he re remembered me. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did he hit you with that left hand? Probably, yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I, that le left hand of his was legendary in the business. I'm trying to think. I don't even remember much of that. I just remember being Maybe nervous. he hit you that hard. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, well, now let's look, at, let's look at the future. KLT is moving in the Southern Shakes. We're going to add in. We have a heavyweight title. Then we have the Southern Heritage yep, so Championship. Is that make sure I'm pronouncing everything right? I think it's a Southern Heritage. Okay. If, if not, they'll fix it at the show. 
Okay, so we've got that, and we have tag team titles. You know what kind of match? What kind of match? War games. War games, that's right, that's right, war it's, games. It's me, like, I should say me first, proper English. So it's uh, Josh Haight, yeah. Scotty, the Southern Express, Chris Lightning, and me against all four members of Proved in a steel cage match. Man. And I'm kind of nervous, but I think I've only had one or two cage matches, and then you're going with against Georgia Wrestler of the Year, Nick Haley, right? You're going yeah. Bobby Luke Morris talks to you a lot. You're going against Adrian Hawkins, who you watched wrestle uh, Austin Creed in the Indies in Waleska, Georgia. Yeah. And like he's awesome. And then I think the other one I didn't say was Bobby. And hey, that's just someone you wrestled all the time, so you don't want to crap the bed when you're in the ring with him. <laughs> yeah, and we're not to mention. War games, man. This is going to set a precedent. Are we allowed to say war games or are we supposed to say war game style? We're going to say war games. Okay. So I don't really care. They can call me later and email me. <laughs> so controversy creates cash. So it hit me up, Eric Bischoff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, though, is there any promotion that you know of in our, in our area right now that has all the titles encompassed there that you've got three different title classes right now. And all specialty matches. And like, specialty matches, right? I wish I could name that show we did last year. And man, Larry Goodman came to put it over and all that. And it was really cool. We did a big show last year. Amazing crowd of our goals to top that this year. And the match we didn't mention earlier, uh, Akuta Death Society, Chris Crunk and Kevin Ryan. Yeah. And yes. then against the Washington Bullets. Like, that's another backstory we have with the Washington Bullets, who we will, me and Lightning, will be wrestling September 16th. Because uh, we just caught Larry everywhere. So back in the day, all those people took me places, right? Well, we started going to Platinum Championship Wrestling. We wrestled the Bullets, and oh my God, they can go. Like, they have all this cool, fancy stuff, and we we could take it all and all that. It's pretty cool and kind of not do this cool, fancy stuff like them. We just. Man, those matches were exciting and fun to me. Yeah. Some people just like holding an armbar for 15 minutes yeah. and doing a pinfall. I don't like that. They could, uh, they like, they can go. I was like, hey, come wrestle us in Cedartown. So we got them to Cedartown. Then we took, I hate to say took because they're, they didn't need our help at all. Yeah. But we're like, hey, we're having fun wrestling these guys. Let's go to a uh, stand show in uh, Butt Cannon. And then West Georgia Championship Wrestling, I think. Like, hey, we're having fun. There's all these shows we did with them. And like, it's weird. And then they do Ring of Honor. And then, like, so they've done cool things. And then Trey or his brother, one of them wrote a post or whatever and kind of thanked us at the bottom and saying, like, he said a cuss word in the middle of a match. I'm like, hey, you don't have to cuss. I mean, there's kids here. And he said, okay. And he said he remembers that to this day. And like, so all the times we've done it, I was like, like, who am I? You remember me saying that 15 years ago? Like, so, like, I think the Cooter Death Society and Washington Bullets has potential to be a match of the night because you got two teams who don't do your traditional Southern wrestling. They can go. Yes. And they got all this Kevin cool Ryan stuff. can go. Yes. For sure. Do you know? Yeah, you know. Chris. I saw Chris Crump. I saw them, them wrestle. I don't know him personally. But we kind of think we've maybe passed words online before. But, He's but a I know Kevin. Kevin too. Yeah, I, I know Kevin. So, then, so either we will get along really well or not at all. Well, since you're a heat magnet and Crump's a heat magnet, that means so oh, no, just save it for the no, <laughs> save it for the show. No, I like Chris Crunk. I make fun of him. Like we'll just sit in the locker room and just make fun of each other, make fun of ourselves. He has a manager named Joey, I think. 
Oh my dude, that guy. That's who we're gonna go. Oh my god. Oh, not that. I don't know. Uh, Like, he's just hilarious. And, like, he's like, just makes fun of himself and others. But, like, if you make fun of him back, he doesn't get upset like everybody. He knows wrestling. And it's so just hilarious. You just shoot the crap and nobody gets offended. No one gets mad. You know what wrestling is. And you, you just have fun. Yeah. Man, people getting offended at wrestling. Does that even happen? So let's have that talk. Like, how. I don't get it. Like that's why I stay away from social media because, right. like, if you're what forty five, forty six, and you don't know about wrestling, haven't had that talk about wrestling, mm-hmm. probably haven't had that talk about Santa Claus and all that. Like, you got to think some of these thoughts people have. I don't want to think they're that not that smart about it. I want to think they're just playing to their character and trying to build themselves up. But I don't know, and I, that's kind of thing about wrestling is like I'm in it, but is he? Or she really that dumb about the business, or are they just trying to play the game and put themselves over? And I get that. I don't know. I mean, you, you would think maybe, maybe they put themselves on every poster and everything else too. So, I, you know, being part of the comedian KLT, I try not to put myself on the flyer. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, he's part of the committee, booking committee, right? Yeah. Which is all Chris Lightning. So if you want any KLT bookings, hit up Chris Lightning on Facebook, not me. Yeah, telling you one on the poster tape. <laughs> and you know, oh god, that too. So many people have hit us up about that why they're not on the poster. We had a poster maker, and we just told them with the car and told them to do his thing. Yeah, it's not my fault you're not on it. Mm-hmm. I like I've never cared if I was on the fly. I, you kind of want it because it's your brand to show you're on it, right? Yeah, they're so promoting you. Like if you're the heavyweight champion and you're not on it, that's a problem. But or any champ, I should say. But like. Correct. Like, if you're a mid-card match, opening match, or whatever, I get you want to be promoted on that show. It's a good show. You want to show you're at the show so you can promote each other. I get that. But it's not like a deal breaker. It's not like going to hurt my feelings. You don't put me on the flyer. Like, you know what I've always thought was cool? You know when the fans pretty di- pretty much dictate who goes on that poster. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, why shouldn't it be their choice? So... The champion should be there. That's who you're coming to see. I mean, and that's why Zach Mosley's on the flyer. That's why yeah. Tim Possible's on the flyer. That's why uh, Lamar's on the flyer. Lamar's a champ, like super over. Tim Possible, just wait till that reaction he gets. I'm looking forward to that. And Zach Mosley, we all heard that reaction he got. Why would you not put them on the flyer? I'm not on it. Yeah. But then again, I didn't have a match, and then I just just. Dude, like, share, and comment. I'm genius for thinking about that idea. Yeah, absolutely. And uh. And do it on your podcast. But like, <laughs> and then I just see people share. I see people like, it's like, you know what? We're promoting like crazy. Let's, I, I want to wrestle. Because really, me and Lightning had, had a tag match. Just the two of us, right? Because yeah. he got beat up by the school. I came in and saved him. And then we had an uh, eight-man with the school. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't really seen if we still got that chemistry. Like, the, the finish of our match with the school was awesome, great. But like, we're wrestling approved. So... That's why I hit up the bullets. I'm like, hey, man, let's just have fun for old times' sakes. And it's not traditional KLT wrestling. We have good guy, bad guy. It's two good tag teams going against each other. To yeah. So we're going to have to be on our game. So, like, we want to, I don't say test run because that's putting, like, they're better than us, right? So, so it's the approved, right? Yeah. So if we can win over the bullets, that's going to give us momentum. Like, hey, we can still do this. And, Really, so we don't get blown up, yeah. and then that leads into the cage match, the thirtieth, and with momentum, 
and people are like, oh, it's wrestling. That no, it legit is like it's a mental thing. Like if we go in there and crap the bread with the bullets, how is our confidence going to be into thing? Like you can say what you want about wrestling, but it's true. Like confidence helps so much with the show and the performance and everything. So if we still have it this Saturday, why couldn't we still have it the thirtieth? Yeah, absolutely. And you you mentioned blowing up, and you know that's so true because your cardio can make a coward out of anyone. Uh, learned that the hard way. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like the bullets, like we were just talking, they haven't changed, and they could like I know they're not going to get blown up at all. Yeah. So <laughs> we better be on our game Saturday, or we're going to blow up and really throw the match. Yeah. So, so you and Lightning right now, because y'all, um, you're about how old at this point in time in your career? 35. 35. So, the Bullets, we know how? I think they're slightly older, maybe 37, 37, maybe 35 too, I'm trying to think, but okay. I think in general they're about the same age. Okay, so you're about the same age, so it's just experience that's going to make, and y'all are really close to that probably at this level. Yeah, I want to say... But like I said, they've done Ring of Honor. He's done these all these seminars. Like, they're great. Like, so that means me and Lightning are gonna have to step our game up. Because, like, if they were still doing it full time, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, what happens that match? Would they'll probably get the best of us. But they be kind of slacking too on their bookings. So I think that could help us too because. I've been wrestling, I don't say non-stop, but for two years now, what, two and a half years now, I've been at KLT pretty much every single show. Yeah. And Ricochet makes it a big difference. It does. He's been out of it for a while, and I, I don't even know if I slid back in the ring, you know, tomorrow, I'd be terrified to see how how last, how quickly I would blow up. I'm going to guess walking to the ring. Probably. Probably. And so, there, there's a good chance of that, so... I never, I never counted myself as great cardio or, or even the greatest wrestler. But many I just, people would agree. I, they do. Many people do agree with that. <laughs> so, uh, so because we used to be people, I, and I take nothing away from Chris Kamikaze. They talk about him being a great technical wrestler. But I only needed one second for him to mess up, put that twelve gauge on him, and that's all there is anyway. I think you're trying to like book yourself into a match right here. But if maybe you want eventually, to... one day we, we're, we're going to get to that. Kamikaze and me are going to face off. Uh, well, if you want, hit up Chris Lightning. Yes, the booker KLT. Yes, don't hit yes. up me. Cause, okay. Because I'll ignore you. Okay, you'll ignore me and he'll put me on the poster, right? <laughs> you know, I don't get it. Like, we've talked about that before. You know you're not the best wrestler. You're not the best talker. But those fans, for some reason, love you. And I don't, re I don't know why. And I'm trying to figure out why. Like, the reactions and all this and stuff. And they're always at your gimmick table taking pictures, asking questions. What? You have 1,500 people watching your YouTube until today. And it's going to get lower. But like, <laughs> why do they love Rocky Shaw? I know this is about me, but let's talk about Rocky Shaw for a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm never great about talking about Rocky Shaw, but uh, it, it's really, there's nothing I do that I, I'm lucky. Uh, I mean, I'm just a man, but they're... <laughs> they are so much to these fans as far as we connect to each other on a different level. Um, and I think they just, they know that, they, you know, I went through some of the same struggles. I was that little kid in the front row that, you know, was 
had a shitty life with his parents didn't, you know, they were doing other things besides raising him, you know, and sadly speak, and you know, wrestling was the, the thing that changed my life to make me somewhere between me turning out to be one of those kids that were in the drugs every day, instead of me working my ass off in the ring, and other athletics at that point. See, that's weird, because I'm the exact opposite, right? Both my parents are still together. I lived with them until I was 25, probably. Like, not spoiled per se, but like, because I've always worked since I was 15. But like, that's, I think, what kept me off that stuff. I mean, I don't know what Chris Lightning wants me to talk about, but kind of, I wouldn't say the same I saw you, but like, if he wasn't wrestling, there's no doubt about it, he would have been on the wrong path. And he has head on show doing all the right things, raising a family, right? And like, it's weird how people, like, what John Moxley talks about that stuff too, right? Like yeah. your upkeep and like I've had the exact opposite, but I think wrestling has kept me on that path because you can't do it if you're drunk, high all the yeah. time or whatever. Like you could have easily gotten to that style, right? But yeah. instead you're training to wrestle, make yourself better. Yeah. And I think it don't even wrestling, like do a sport, have a hobby, do something because if you don't have a hobby, you're doing something, you have that time to think about your life. So you have time to do this and then and then that's going to bring you to a depression. That's going to bring you a place you want to be in then. Yeah. Maybe alcohol, maybe this, maybe that. Like, it doesn't always happen, but if you keep your mind going, you don't have time to think about that. Yeah. You know, as somebody coming from Chandler, people are always surprised because they ask me, they're like, have you ever done drugs? Even my kids were surprised. This. I'm like, no, I've never even smoked marijuana. Have you ever been drunk? I have. Yes, I have been drunk before, much later in life. So, but, that, but people don't believe me. I'm like, I've never been drunk. I've never been high. They don't believe me, but I'm like, I could find something better to lie to yeah, about than yeah, drinking and drugs. Like, I just don't care. Like, I see what it does. Like, that's their life, not mine. So it's like, I'm going to mind my business and yeah. not do it. Yeah. So I will purpose. I have, I guess everybody's level of drunk is stupid. I've never been drunk where I didn't know what I was doing. So I never, I can't never say, I didn't know I did that. I've never went to that level, so I've never understood when people say, well, I woke up with her, but I don't know how I got there. Well, never, been there. Yeah. never been there. Never been there. So, um, well, I guess kind of, we've covered a lot here. You um, were late? Oh, man, it's almost been an hour, because you were late. Yeah. You yeah. said 4.30, you got here like at 4.35. And yeah. it's, it's 5.35 now, so about 15 minutes, right? He's, he's calling me out on video about being late. Hey, at least I showed up. Let's break the, that wall a little bit. You had two other guests that canceled and flaked out on you. That's true. And me, who hates it. Right, Arts. I don't know if that one was 100% confirmed, but I'm going to throw him on the bus anyway, just because yes. he didn't respond to my text. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, I showed up. Yeah, yeah. I hate talking to a camera. I hate talking to Rocky Shaw all the time. And here I am doing it. Yeah. Absolutely, congratulations. And really, I want to put over September so, 16th at the KLT Arena and September 30th at the KLT Arena. Yes, absolutely. And you'll have a table there and a booth set up, right? Mm -hmm. See, there we go. I will. So, with that being said, let's oh, we the draw. Let's draw. Let's draw. So, um, not going to lie, let's make another wall. We forgot about it. Mean, it so, let's pass that name to me. Ooh. Do I need to tag her on the Facebook? You can tag her on the Facebook, though. So we can do that. Uh, but this isn't live, so we can, you can wait and I can do it with this. Oh, you can do it. Yeah, because okay. yeah, right now it might be a surprise. And we don't know if she's watching it. 
Oh, yeah, so if I tag her, she'll just stop watching. The yeah, first she'll 30 just stop watching. Seconds. She's got to watch this first. Okay. So right. about 8 o'clock, you'll announce. Is the anticipation killing you? All right. So we'll get a drum roll. And the winner is Jennifer Holt. And so all you got to do is go up to the. Oh, man. I saw ADD again. We can't forget about this. Well, uh, James Rose passed away. Yes. And uh, so this Saturday, actually, we're doing a fundraiser for all his funeral stuff. Uh, Jennifer, I'm going to butcher her last name, so I'm going to say Jennifer. She's bake. Oh, her, oh, my God. Have you ever had Jennifer's bacon? Yeah, uh, not her bacon. Her cooking. Her, her, her cooking, her baking skills. Not, yeah. her, not baking like her pork bacon. Correct. Correct. So, you so have you had her sweets? I have had her sweets. Yes, I have. And that, that sounds completely wrong. So, <laughs> I was not supposed to wear this. So, uh, so at nine o'clock, I think we're doing a bake sale, and uh, all the proceeds go to James Rose's uh, funeral house and all that. And she will have uh, goodies for. Can you say goodies? Is that fine? I think so. You can have good. She'll have goodies all night. Like she runs out, she runs out. But I hope she has enough for the shows. So honestly, I can get some. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, I'm promoting. Nah, I pay for it. I don't <laughs> care. But like, I think that like we're talking about shares on Facebook. We posted about that, and it had like 75 shares the first day. Oh yeah, Frank Wall again. Desserts would be the correct word. Desserts. All right. Yes. So we have people behind the scenes in the camera seat. 12 gauge has a crew, and if you haven't, you saw the picture. We've got. We actually have a gun club. We, you know, back there. We will try to get him in it, but I don't. He doesn't seem to play well with others at times. So, so what's if you're 12 gauge? What is the helper saying? Well, I don't know if we're breaking the fourth wall. If we can bring them into it right now, because they might be involved in, you know, Golden Girl skits and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, no, he no show today. Oh yeah, the the, the head Golden Girl didn't show. Do we finish talking about Jane Joe's uh, fundraiser? Anyway, there will be yeah. desserts at the. Um, I see people comment what she's bringing, and I think everyone said she's not bringing banana pudding. I'm almost pretty sure I've seen that. She said she wasn't doing it, so uh, that's disappointing for me too. But she wants to make banana pudding. I'll gladly eat a lot of it. I think she's had apple stuff, apple crisp or something. And, uh, so that's another thing to look for the 16th. Yes, and for those of you on the podcast, you're going to be a little surprised. Heads up. We are going to, as we typically do, we will be doing a 10 bell salute. James Rose. So, if you are part of the, the family, friends, or just another worker, please get your ticket. Come there, show the family that support. Even if you don't have the money for a, a ticket, just go buy some. I think it'll probably. I think it's five dollars for a plate. It's yeah. a good portion or whatever. If you can't afford to come to wrestling or you have plans on, I just come out early and uh, support James and his family. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, uh, tell us the light of the dates again. So, September 16th, uh, which we, like I said, Lamar Phillips, Zach Mosley, the school will be action with uh, Ryan and Cody, Christian Garrett, Tim Possible. I can feel about Tim Possible, then me and Lightning against the Washington Bullets. He was a oh, boy. Oh, oh, speaking of your friends, how can I forget? Big Andy. Big Andy. He's big, and his name's Andy. He is. He makes the ground, the world's largest orangutan in captivity. And he texted me that about the flyer, and I was like, can we put that on a flyer? Like, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not sure, but he says it, not me. He's going against Eddie Honcha, who's 
Oh. He was trained by Michael Stevens, who uh, still doesn't hit me back about coming to our show. But uh, uh, Michael Stevens has done a lot of extra stuff for all the big companies, and uh, he trained him. And dude, Eddie Hancho is entertaining. He might not be the best wrestler, but he's one of the most entertaining wrestlers. Dude, instead of a match, we should have done a buffet competition between the two. Should have done it with me. I love a good buffet. Yeah. Well, we get Jennifer's uh, desserts and Lana, who can eat the fastest in like three minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that's the 16th and the 30th. I don't even know where to start. Uh, let's just start at Kudo Society and the Washington Bullets. We'll start with, uh, well, not start, the second would be the Williams match, right? Mm -hmm. And then the six-man scramble, which we got two people left to qualify this, uh, this Saturday. And after that, will be a six-man scramble for the new Southern Heritage Championship I'm not allowed to talk about. And then the main, did I talk about the main event yet? No, I didn't. Well, we had like 10 times, which would be the first ladder match in Rome, Georgia in like six years, which would be Lamar Phillips, Zach Mosley, and that Chris Kamikaze guy. Yes. So. And like I said, listen to Rocky's podcast because we're going to be, for the 30th actually, we're going to do two giveaways, different ways to win tickets. So there'll be four tickets total we're giving away. And we'll announce them after the 16th. We'll announce the first giveaway, which you would have to listen to Rocky Shaw's podcast. And then we're going to announce the other one the following, after, I guess after that Tuesday. That would make the most sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, we haven't worked out the details. And then you could have a chance to win two more free tickets for the 30th. So that should be good. Yep. Absolutely. Um, beware of the 12 gauge. Got to do a poetry. Right? <laughs>